we, we bless God for Rodney and Sonia. Um, Rodney will be sharing with us today, so let's just stretch your hands towards Rodney. I'll pray for him. Thank you, Lord, for this vessel of honor. Thank you for all that he is to you. Thank you for all that you are to him. As he shares with us, as you've deposited in him, may we be open to hear from you. Prepare the grounds of our hearts, Lord, to take in your words and your challenge and your inspiration as well. Bless Rodney, Father, for his faith in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. I've done this mainly in pictures because I, I think it communicates a lot more than words. So if anybody wants a copy of the slides, there's six copies here. And uh, I have to be grateful to this young lady here. There wouldn't be any slides without her help. Because it, it's so long... It's so long as I spoke, I've forgotten how to do PowerPoints. And they didn't work until I had this young lady assisting and putting them right. They were all jumbled. I did my best, but uh, when you make a, make a PowerPoint uh, on an Apple, you make it in Keynote, and then you just press a button, and it changes it to PowerPoint, in theory. In practice, it changed some of it, and some of it's just a jumbled mess. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, I was going to speak a couple of weeks ago, but unfortunately, I got COVID. I didn't get it badly. And the first thing that popped into my heart was the Holy Spirit said, speak about heaven. Speak about heaven. So I'm going to speak about heaven. And I don't know about you, but um, sometimes we get glimpses of heaven in our lives. I've had a few more lately than I've had in the past, and they've been wonderful getting glimpses of what it's like. And man, is it going to be great, <laughs> great up there when we get, finally get there. So what I want you to do just for a minute to start with is just look at this painting. This is a painting about the kingdom of God. And this is the heart of God being expressed in so many different ways. And this is the kingdom of God. It came out of a scripture I read in Philippians about the mercy of God. And you know when sometimes you look at a scripture and it goes ding, ding, ding. And you think, well, I've read that hundreds of times. So I looked into the original in the Aramaic. And it, what it said, I was stunned. It said, fuzzy compassion of God. The fuzzy compassion of God. And an alternative translation was the womb of God expressed on earth. This is the womb of God expressed on earth. Now, that's the last you're going to see of it, but I've got a lovely assistant here who's going to do something with it, and you're going to see it later. Okay, we're looking at, we're starting to look Let's just wait. Holy Spirit, I know clearly that I'm inadequate without you. Without your help, without your enabling, nothing is achieved long term. And I just ask you to come and fill my words, because I want to fill these hearts and fill these lives to be alive with Jesus, greater than when they came through the door today. Amen. Right, we're going to look at Luke, we're going to look at the story of Lazarus and the rich young man to be a foundation of what we're going to look at. So I'm going to read it here. I've done it, I've wrote it down. This is Luke 16, 19 to 31. There was once a rich man, expensively dressed in the latest fashions, wasting his days in capricious living and a lot of consumption. 
there was a poor man named Lazarus. He was covered with sores that had been, but he, he'd been dumped at the rich man's door. All he lived, all he lived for was a meal, and he lived from the scraps of the rich man's tables. His best friends were the dogs who came and licked his sores. Then he died. This poor man was taken by the angels to the lap of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. In hell and in torment, he looked up and saw Abraham in a distance and Lazarus at his lap. He called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus to dip his finger into the water to cool my tongue, for I am in agony in this fire. But Abraham said, Child, Remember in your lifetime, you had good things and Lazarus bad. It's not like that here. Here he is consoled and you're being tormented. In all these matters, there is a huge chasm set between us and no one can go from one to the other. Even he, if he wanted to, cannot cross over. And then it goes on and talks about he'd like to warn his relatives. What I wanted to remind you of very simply in this, there is a heaven and there is a hell. There is a heaven. Jesus talked more about hell than he did about heaven. He talked about the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. But if you look up, he actually talked more about hell than heaven. So when we think about heaven, we've got to also be balanced and think about the other side to be, to be actually biblical. So if you want to show the first picture, here he is. There's a rich man in luxury and Lazarus in his poor state. And it says in the scripture he was dumped at the rich man's door. That probably means he had community, people carrying him and putting him daily at the door. And the dogs came to lick his sores. Now that wasn't negative because in dog saliva there's some antibiotics and things. And in that culture of the day, the people used to train dogs to lick and you had to pay your fee, and if you're ill, the dogs came and licked your sores and it helped you get better. So when we look at this, we see the kindness and we see the severity of God. The kindness and the severity of God. Can we have the next one? So here we see this parable involves life, a banquet and pain, that's on the earth, death, a banquet and pain in heaven. And it says the angels took Lazarus' spirit and took him to heaven. And also we noticed there was a great chasm. There's no bridge afterwards. You can't get from one place to the other. So as we know Jesus and live and work and grow, actual fact, we're preparing for heaven. Uh, I noticed something Chris Fallerton said a while ago, which really struck me. He said, everybody's trying to get to heaven. God's not really interested in that. He's trying to get heaven inside you. Jesus wants to put heaven inside us now. Now. So that when we get to glory and we get to heaven, which would be wonderful, it's a continuation of what we, we've already been doing on the earth. Look at the next one. There's a picture, and there's a chasm. Let's think about heaven next. 
few scriptures, just a few. Heaven, Jesus said, is preparing a place for us with many mansions. Many mansions. Wonderful thing that's prepared before us. Father in heaven sees your attitude as you give. So Father sees your attitude on earth. Father in heaven gives good gifts. And the last one, Matthew 10, 33, deny me on earth and the Father will deny you in heaven. I mean, some of these, it, it's quite sober reading, but we need to see what Jesus said. Let's think about hell for a minute. It's a, it's a place where there's unquenchable fire, a place from which there is no return, and there's a place of utter darkness. So these are not Rodney's words, these are Jesus' words. Can we have the next one? So originally, in Genesis, heaven and earth, there was no divide. There was no divide. God moved up and down, out of heaven, talked with Adam in the, in the cool of the day. There was no division. There was no division. It says in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. There was no, there was no separation. Because sin entered, there's now a separation in what we're actually doing. So let's just pause for a minute. Let's think of some of the things we need to get in our hearts that God is preparing for us. Can we have the next one? Well, there's mansions. I don't know what yours looks like. I had a glimpse a little while of what Sonia's looked like. I've never seen mine. God's preparing a mansion for you. A mansion. Just for you. And from what I understand, some of the things you've done on earth, you'll do there in much greater measure without any restriction at all. Do you know, it's going to be absolutely wonderful. I look forward to it, but I think I'll stay down here a bit longer yet. Next one. There are gifts. It says in James 1.17 that God gives good gifts. Good gifts. You and I are gifts on earth. We have gifts of the Spirit. We have gifts. We have talents. But you're a gift on the earth. Let's look at the next one. There's going to be a wedding feast. There's going to be a wedding feast. Revelation uh, 19 talks about that. There's going to be a marriage. That's, that's 57 years old, that. But uh, there's going to be marriage of the Lamb. That's when we got married 57 years ago. We've changed a bit. Next one. There's going to be unlimited worship. I'm gonna, I'll be in a, such a beano because I, I can't do what I used to do because of my wobbly legs. But, you know, it's going to be unlimited. And in Revelation alone, it mentions it 21 times about worship. So it's really important. Next one. And the main thing is we're going to meet Jesus. We're going to meet Jesus face to face. And... A wonderful thing there, 2 Peter 3.12 says, while we anticipate and help to speed up the coming of the day of the Lord. Do you know by our discipleship, by our loving Jesus, by our worship, we speed up the second coming? That's remarkable. When Jesus is coming back, none of us know. So all your challenges, your overcoming, your discipleship, your loving people, 
It's all speeding up. Jesus coming back. Next one. There's a cloud of witnesses up there shouting for us now and cheering us on. Hebrews 12. Heaven, next one. Heaven is a community. Can you see yourself somewhere there? You're all in there somewhere. You might have a funny hat on or just be normal or glasses or something. You're all there. Heaven is a community. It's a community. It's a community of Jesus, Father, Son, angels, elders, people, all together. It's a community. And what we're doing now on earth as a community, we're preparing for the community that's up there. And sometimes we don't, we don't see that or we don't appreciate it. Next one. Community is working together, blending together. In heaven, everybody works together. There is no issues. We have a few challenges on earth. You know, I had a bit of a challenge recently. You know, when you see, get a glimpse of something in heaven and you see where you're at, you think, oh, what a gap. Oh, Jesus, would you help me bridge the gap? Bridge the gap. Bridge the gap. Community. Next one. Community is actually a doorway into heaven. Jesus said, how you love one another. How we love one another as a community gives people a glimpse of what heaven's like. So it's not wasted. It's really important. Next one. Now the last, these are three points now. And I believe these are what the Holy Spirit quickened to me we need to focus on in this season for preparing for heaven. The first one, you see the, the, the lady and the man, they're feeling inadequate. Now I feel inadequate sometimes. But you know we've got to get in our hearts. It's not our inadequacy. It's Jesus' righteousness and his adequacy that we need to tap into constantly, day in, day out. Feeling inadequate? Jesus is totally adequate for all I need and all you need and all you want. Just say to yourself now, quietly in your heart, Jesus is totally adequate for what I need. Totally adequate. We've been hearing about the children. He's totally adequate through human beings like these two lovely ladies to show his righteousness to children. We are adequate in Jesus. Next one. You see a picture of the Holy Spirit coming down on people, and that's wonderful when it happens. And we all need that, and we all want that. But I believe this is what the Holy Spirit is saying, is the second picture. We need to learn to carry a much higher level of the presence of God. The presence that we need to learn. We need to carry it. I'm learning this. Because to be honest, if I get really carried away on worship, I'm not here too long. But I'm learning to carry it better. So I'm not not for six. And I believe this is really important in this season. Because what's happening, if we learn to carry more of the presence of God in daily life, 
we're actually carrying more of heaven and getting ready for heaven. Next one. I put this up and Sonia said I don't understand it, so I'll have to explain it. I believe it's a season where grassroots, you know, you know, just think for a minute you're all a piece of grass with nice strong roots. I believe God is saying it's time for the grassroots to give what they've got because it's so important. And as we learn as grassroots to give, it mingles with leadership. Do you know leadership can't do everything? Do you know they're not perfect? Do you know they're doing all they can out of the hearts for God? But they need grassroots. And as the grassroots come up, and they join with the leadership, then what happens? We work together, and the kingdom of God is, is shown. So, what I want you to do now, Sonia's got some baskets here, and I want you to take uh, part of the painting out of the basket. Choose one. There's no trick in this, just choose a piece. I'll just wait till everybody's got a piece. Carry on talking while it's going round. Now, that was the kingdom of God that's up there in all its glory and everything it is. And do you know something? You've got a piece. Hold up your piece. Do you know you're all part of the picture? You're all part of the kingdom of God. God has gifted you and I with gifts that we need to contribute to the kingdom of God. And what you've got, nobody else can contribute that peace. So if we're all contributing our peace, the kingdom of God gets enlarged and it helps and it speeds the time for when Jesus comes back. I'm just waiting. Has everybody got a peace? We'll get them a piece. I want everybody to have a piece. We're getting you a piece. You're a vital part, mate. We can't miss you out, can we? Eh? We can't miss you idea of fill out, can we? And what we could do, I've just thought... The people who are doing Sunday school will give them a piece after so they don't miss out, okay? Phil hasn't got one. No, let, I'll let Phil choose. Oh, 
Okay, you've all got a piece. Now, I want you to all close your eyes. There's some, I haven't got them. Who hasn't got one? Oh, I need one, don't I? Um, yeah. Yeah, there's some more. Right, now I want you to all close your eyes because I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to quietly in your heart ask Jesus this question. What am I contributing as a legacy for the next generation to build on? What am I contributing as a legacy for the next generation to build on. Now just pause and ask the Holy Spirit. Okay, now I'd like you to all stand up. If you can stand, stand. If you're better sitting, you'll sit down. Now I've got a declaration here that I'm going to read out and I want you to follow me in conviction of what you've got. I'll read it once and then you know what I'm going to say. This is going to be the declaration. I thank you, Jesus, that I am unique. I contribute something of heaven that no one else could ever do. I declare today, with the help of the Holy Spirit, that I will leave a legacy on earth for the next generation to build on, and they can go farther than me, and I look forward to heaven when I will receive my reward. Amen. Okay? That's what we're going to say. We'll say it twice, right? I thank you, Jesus, that I am unique. I contribute something of heaven that no one else can do. I declare today, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I will leave a legacy on earth for the next generation to build on so they can go further than me I look forward to heaven when I will receive my reward. Amen. Let's say it once more. I thank you, Jesus, I am unique. I contribute something of heaven no one else can do. I declare today, with the help of the Holy Spirit, 
I will leave a legacy on earth for the next generation to build on. And they can go further than me. And I look forward to heaven when I will receive my reward. Amen. Now you want to sit down just for a minute? Now we've talked about heaven and hell in a balanced thing. And you know, Jesus has prepared the way for us by what he did on the cross where he dealt with sin and dealt with lots and lots of things for us to receive Jesus into our lives and live it out. So Jesus wants to put heaven inside of us and live out for that. Now you might not know Jesus this morning, but let me ask you, don't leave without knowing that you've got Jesus in you, you've got heaven already in you. If you haven't, you can come and talk to me or talk to somebody you come with. But remember, what we do down here affects what we do up there. Remember that? What we do down here affects what we're going to do up there. We don't want to get in heaven by a skin of our teeth. We want to get into there and Jesus say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Are you looking forward to that? Well, I am. It's going to be a beano. It's going to be a beano. Now, the last thing we're going to do, raise your, your, your paintings up. This is your vital part of the kingdom of God. You're unique and you carry something nobody else carries. And I want to encourage you. I'm just going to, I wrote a prayer out in here. I didn't know whether I'd use it. It's not on there. Just to say before we do the last bit. I'm going to pray this over you. I wrote it earlier on from some reading. Father God, give those in labor rest. Those in tears, solace, fill their innermost hearts of your faithful people. Wash which is unclean, water everything that's dry, heal all that is wounded, bend that which is inflexible, warm everything that's chilled, Restore the sevenfold gifts and give reward to virtue. Give fresh joy and salvation with new insights into eternity. Amen. Now the last thing we're going to do, you're all individuals. You've all got your unique contribution. But here you see, there's a board on with numbers. And if you look on the back of yours, you'll have a number. So what I want you to do to finish with while we have coffee... There's lots of prints here. I'd like you to come and stick your picture you've got back on there. And what you're saying by that, I'm contributing my vital contribution as part of the kingdom of God. Okay? Father, we just bless you that we've got heaven living inside us. We thank you. You're preparing us for heaven. 
when it's going to be an absolute beano up there and it's going to be beyond whatever we can ask or think. But Father, we thank you this morning that we've got the Holy Spirit living within us, not only getting us ready for heaven, but putting heaven in us day by day. We bless you and thank you, Jesus. Amen. So while you're having coffee, yeah? Okay, make sure your numbers are the right way up. Okay, so over the next bit while you're having coffee, if you would like to come to the front, put a bit of prit on and stick it back on, and that's your contribution to the kingdom of God. Thank you, Rodney. God bless you. Round of applause for our neighborhood.